We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello there. Hi. And welcome to Thule Squadron Radio. My name is Keith Lee. This is Jan. And I am Ian. Ah, so how are you guys? Not quite good. Yeah. Nothing. No news. No nothing. Mm, no. Well, I mean, we are sort of full on wave twoing in in Denmark. I think I understand what the waves are now. It's when everything goes back to being just as bad as it was when it was worst last time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they they count the waves here in Iceland by, like. When uh, when the uh, basically force multiplier goes up to one point five, when it goes down oh. and up again, yeah. Okay, so if it hovers around one point five, you get a lot of waves. That's why we're at wave four now, right? I think. <laughs> You're nice. Who's counting, really? Who's counting? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently it's going down slowly. Right now. Yeah. Well, the na- latest news today says that um, the vaccine will be approved for, for use in Denmark on the 31st. Of- oh, you're dropping out. So. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Uh, we got news that the, that the vaccine yeah. will be approved for use on the 31st. Of- oh. You're just dropping out like crazy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think the editor will have some work done. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go back to my flawed computer based setup then. Yeah. So, uh, Eid, how are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, I work. I mean, yeah. Two minutes to get something in, though, online. Yeah, work is crazy. So much to do. Yeah, and also home projects for both of us, I think. <laughs> yeah, both of us. You're redoing the floors and kitchen and stuff and things, and I'm just painting some rooms and redoing my children's bedrooms. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm going to have to paint the whole apartment as well. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, Jan here again. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Okay, so I don't know how much of that you got, but um, the news here in Denmark is that we will get a vaccine by the 31st. Yeah. So. I think it's some uh, somewhere in January. They told us here in Iceland, mid-January or something. But but yeah. But they said they would they would try to like give everybody a vaccine that actually wants vaccine. I mean 
uh, in like three weeks or something. Mm. Okay, that's pretty cool. We don't yeah. have a timetable. Yeah, but then again, I mean, it's like you get the first first half of the vaccine, then you have to wait two weeks to get the second part of the vaccine, and then you have to wait a month before it actually starts working. So, <laughs> just seeing the end of it would March. be fine. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe it, it it'll be fine in the spring. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm at least not going to going to my workplace this year. Yeah, I'm just working from home. But that's that's okay. I've been fixing my house as well, so apartment. Bonus. So, so do you guys have any get any playing in? Oh yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, we should talk about that a little bit later in the episode, right? Shouldn't we? Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. We can link into that then. We'll link into that later. <laughs> okay, so where is Hokan, by the way? I don't know. He said something. About, I have to go to an Asmodi meeting. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. At this point, I'm not sure if he's kidding or if he's actually working for Asmodi. Both kind of scares me. Oh well. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well, as long as you get us, you know, an I six Rebel A wing, it'll be fine. I yeah, I don't It's good to have some inside info on Asmodee. If 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 Hakon would tell us something, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he is mostly keeping to his NDA, I guess. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> But I did listen to Sith takers earlier today okay. who quoted that they had friends who were playtesters mm-hmm. who had playtested things beyond Wave 8. Yeah. So there should be things in the pipeline. But I mean, I think mm-hmm. common logic, if you think a little bit about it, tell you that that is the case. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you heard it here first. Third, third-hand information. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... I have some info about a ship that hasn't been announced yet, so. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not going to say anything more because I don't, I don't want to get anyone into trouble. No, true. That's like your favorite thing to do, so. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, should we go to news? News? Yeah, there isn't any. There isn't, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised because usually we get the announcement of a new wave before they release the last wave, right? Yeah. So we're almost always on two waves. Uh, So one in the future and one that is sort of just around the corner. And of course, everything has been screwed up a little bit by, by COVID and the long break you know, basically from January to September when nothing was released, but... And apparently uh, by lost containers, right? Yeah, I don't know. Wasn't it so like, is, is, there, there was is that sh- why we don't have any attitude in the stores yet? Yeah, something like that. I, I think, well, what I heard, there was a ship that lost like 1,800 containers in one go. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... So... 
might 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 be one of those. <laughs> so do you have do you have wave eight in Iceland? Uh, you mean I've lost track of wave? Uh, is that the V wing, uh, Django tri fighter editor? Two? No, no, no. Nope. We don't have it. None of it. No. Nope. Okay, we have the V wing, Django's, and the tri fighter, but we didn't get the editor. Two. Usually we get the waves like the same week or the week after you get it in Denmark. But yeah, I really like the tri fighter model. I'm really looking forward to to actually physically having the uh, yeah. It looks really too. It looks really cool. The Ada two model looks really really nice as well. Yeah. Also with that uh, hyperspace ring, uh, it looks. Really yeah, I really look forward to seeing and touching that thing. The re wing is nice as well. And the paint job on on Django is you know, mm -hmm. good, but I mean it's it's a non surprising fire spray. So no, no exactly. So yeah. should we be concerned about this lack of Wave Nine announcement or? No, I don't think so. No, I mean maybe when would just, we? Maybe yeah. they're just postponing it like for a week or two or something, or even maybe after Christmas, they just want to clear this one out. Before they announce anything more, yeah. true. I mean, even if even if a new wave wouldn't be announced until January, I, I, it wouldn't concern me. No, I, I'm. I'd actually be surprised if they did, because oh. you know, a new uh, <laughs> new developer taking over the game. Maybe they want to just slow down before they get their bearings and start up again. Yeah, but on the other hand, they did. They do have articles for uh, for Amada. Yeah, but in, in December, but weren't those waves that had already been announced? Like, just, yeah, you know. yeah, it's a different kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the first announcement. It's more yeah. like the last spoiler before release. Yeah, thing. exactly. Yeah, yeah, true, and they are perhaps more sort of also time critical for the company because mm -hmm. they are the ones that built the hype just before yeah. that the product is available for sale, right? Mm -hmm. So they probably have a larger revenue impact on those. Yeah. But I mean when they announce what 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 can we expect that can be announced? Squadron pass okay. probably. So, yeah, so time for idle speculation, right? So we have the those free squadron packs that was that was leaked through yeah. the uh, the Lionsgate affair. Yeah. And we've seen them elsewhere also. So that's the Rebel Phoenix Cell something. The Empire thing was Sky Striker Academy. Yeah. And when I put factions on these, this is our speculations. That has not been announced, but it, no, it no. just fits. Yeah. And then uh, something and fugitives. Collaborators and fugitives. Mm, yeah, fugitives. Yeah. I can't even say that now. Uh, which we assume is scum, mm -hmm. but because that's most likely. Um, I'm always waiting. I was always waiting for them to split down scum and then villainy, or uh, yeah, something. Yeah, like I think by this Black point Sunnays, it's more. Versus yeah. the others or something like that. I think at this point it's more likely we will see like uh, a Mandalorian as its own faction. Yeah. 
but ah, I so I wanna, mean, I I so want to spoil the Mandalorian episode. Yeah, <laughs> can you say this? <laughs> yeah, but it just, I mean, with with the content from the Mandalorian, it sort of feels like they're not really scum, right? No, they're not scum. Um, they're not villainy either. No, they're just neutrals. It depends um, on which side of the Mandalorians you are in the Mandalorian Wars. True. <laughs> so may, maybe if the factions are actually named by the Empire, then they are scum. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, obviously... but otherwise, I think for the for the original free. Uh, there's not really, you know, any sort of obvious things. Um, there's like a million different shuttle options for Empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a, this uh, sort of double wing shuttle from Rogue One. Mm-hmm. We have the um, Krennic shuttle from Rogue One. Yeah, I, I would actually like to see that one. I don't know yeah, the purpose but... of it, but I mean, it looks cool. That's the thing. But yeah, it, it it would probably serve the same purpose as the Reaper and the and the Lambda. Yeah, and probably especially the Lambda, right? Yeah. Uh then but you it, have some. But it's smaller. Yeah, you can have some stormtrooper landing ships. We've seen those. Um, yeah, but those so... aren't that aren't fighters. No, and then you could have the Tie Shuttle, which is essentially a bomber fit for crew. Uh, but I don't think it's not. I mean, out of all those, then I think the uh, the Krennic shuttle is probably the most sort of interesting in any mm-hmm. any way. But I mean, when you already have the Reaper and the Lambda, right? Yeah. Then... yeah. I mean, it could be a yeah. slow-moving medium base ship. I mean, the Reaper is fast-moving. Yeah, but the lambda is slow, right? So it could be a lambda with a better dial. Yeah. Mm. Why would you have the lambda then? I mean, it's just like there's not a niche to fill there, oh. and I think Empire is all about niches. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, and well, for scum, yeah, for scum. If if we're talking about scum, I mean, Razor Crest. Yeah, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be like an instant thing, and you know, every episode we see is one more crew option, right? More or less. Yeah. But what about um, what about a T sixty five Republic? I mean, yeah, we have seen those. You mean new New Republic? Yeah, New Republic. But I sort of feel like the Rebel Alliance is also the the early New Republic and it, it it's it's just yeah um, sure and the resistance is older New Republic is uh, resistance is basically New Republic just yeah it's it's New Republic remnant yeah essentially right uh, yeah. sort of halfway through uh, Force Awakens yeah spoiler warning um, <laughs> probably too late now. That's <laughs> uh, probably a tad too late. Yeah. Um, but I mean, otherwise for scum, you do have this uh, 
it could be for scum, it could actually also be for separatists. You do have this uh, a rogue class starfighter. You see it in in, um, in Mando season one, yeah, where it is nuked by the three <clears throat> X-wings that attacks the station. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's also the 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 ship that uh, Cat Bane flies in uh, the Clone Wars mm-hmm. animated show. Yeah, and I think some of Grievous's bodyguards or something somebody said um, so that is sort of like um, yeah it's like a heavy star, heavy heavy starfighter yeah uh, possibly on a medium base or, mm-hmm. or really big on a small base yeah. probably a lot of punch not too much maneuverability just looking at it but yeah yeah well, obviously, resistance can 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 have all the ships now, according. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Skywalker uh, movie. Yeah, but are they are they gonna? No. Right. Uh because it's like the whole point there is that everybody that even those that are not resistance show up to fight. Yeah. We do know they have some of the ships sort of in the resistance proper, like the Y wing mm-hmm. and the B wing. But, um, yeah. But otherwise, I think what resistance needs more than anything is to get the the Falcon re released. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because it is sort of, I mean, it is where you get Ray, right? Mm, so yeah. it's like a major, major character that we don't have in the game. Yeah. Um, and it's something they can could really use I mean Mm -hmm. resistance is 100% small based if you can only play with the things that are in second edition true I was super surprised that the uh, uh, that the uh, resistance squad pack was not a falcon and an A-wing or a falcon and an X-wing yeah I was too I I I was sure it would be a falcon and X-wing like the yeah. new, new new paint job X-Wing, like the Poe, the orange one, and the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Poe's X-Wing blows up about as much in these movies as Poe blows up when I play him. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> every time. New paint job every time, apparently. But yeah. Um, so, and I think it's... It's interesting. We haven't seen, you know, re-releases or reprints uh, since uh, I think last January when they came out with like the YV six 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 and the Defender and uh, one more ship, the A wing. I think that was sort of the last. Then just before that, we had the the Interceptor that might actually have been the same wave. Yeah, that was but... sort of the last run of reprints, and then we sort of got the impression that. Well, they were not really selling the reprints because there's so much in stock everywhere, mm-hmm. first edition and conversion kits and so on. Mm-hmm. And, and does that mean they are not going to restart reprinting because they're still, you know, there's ships that are hard to get. Well, what I heard that they were talking about this year. So maybe mid next year or something, they might start printing one and one ship. I mean, they... They did it quite much in the beginning, which probably hurt them a lot. Yeah, yeah and they probably overdid it. Yeah. Right. 
And I also think they got caught up in keeping their promise to the community that mm-hmm. when we release these ships, they will not include anything that is not in the conversion kit, so you won't need to buy them. Yeah. And I think that was a mistake because, I mean, honestly, like, uh, let's look at the B-Wing, for instance. Mm-hmm. It has, at least at that time when it was re-released, it had two named pilots mm-hmm. and two generics. Just yeah. like the Rebel A, the Interceptor, yeah. and a lot of other ships. It's like, it's just enough to say, okay, we haven't screwed this over. It is now in the game. Mm-hmm. And not much much beyond that. No. And there are even some of those ships in the conversion kits that only have three pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then they can I mean do those squadrons back. Yeah. I mean they're not selling but, the ship itself. No, but I mean but, may, but, may, but maybe maybe it would be okay. Yeah, but, but wouldn't it be okay if they like um like if they had released the B Wing? And mm-hmm. said, "Oh, here is uh, another two or three B-wing pilots. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't want to buy the ship, they will come out when we do an Asus and Hotshot pack, and it's yeah. going to come out. You know, it could come out at the same time, or, free, or perhaps even three months later. Yeah. And I mean, and have is a it new, so bad? I mean, I, I know a new paint job or something. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, for the B-wing, I mean, it had the." the flappy wings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, for me, that was reason enough to go out and buy two of them, but I didn't have more than two already. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, And it was just... <clears throat> I just feel like you have players... You know, like, if you're a rebel player mm-hmm. or an imperial player, then even if you play competitively and have all the ships, but if you also did that 1.0... Mm-hmm. Then you might, at this point uh, point in time, have just bought the conversion kit, and that's the only money you put FFG's way mm-hmm. since 2.0 came out. Yeah. And I mean, I know of people who attended the worlds who are basically there. Yeah. It's not because they don't want to. But it's just like it. It feels pointless to buy something and not get anything you need. No. And sure, then you go out and buy the uh, the uh, Hotshots Aces pack and and those card packs. Mm-hmm. But they could also just do more of those. That would also be, you know, for like care, fine for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anything I don't else? Know. I mean, that's probably a finite resource, though, because I mean, how many different pilots can you have for a T seventy five or something like that? Mm. Uh, have you counted how many T seventy or and uh, RC two A wing pilots we have right now? It's oh, like yeah, but how many? Get, how, <laughs> how, how, when uh, when do you run out of ideas for abilities for the same chassis? Uh, a long time away. Otherwise, you just make a slight variant of something you did somewhere before. I mean. I'm not saying I don't think we need more T65 pilots, but I do think we need more A-wing pilots, more B-wing pilots. Uh, you're you're perhaps... talking about the RC2, right? RC2. Yeah, and... RC2 and we need the. More, we need more of those. Rebels, not the, uh, not the RC1. No, yeah. I meant. <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Damn person. Context. Uh, but I just mean, is is Rebel an Empire? 
let's assume that Scum can get a few ships. Also, some we haven't even seen yet from Mandalorian. I mean, uh, but is Rebel and Empire? Is that just what it is now? I mean, we just got the Brood, but we have also been waiting for that for you know since Solo, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody knew that was coming. Um, so, uh, but is 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 Rebel just gonna be a static faction? with the exception of a few new pilots i mean i they have to dig really deep into the uh into the canon to find um ships that we haven't seen yeah that's true completely true hmm. and and but but amusingly enough i think perhaps more than anybody than resistance and to a slightly lesser degree, but still to a significant degree, First Order, which should be, you know, they were in the newest movies and so on, but they are practically exhausted and the factions are tiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, um, those First Order uh, spaceships that we haven't seen, um, like the Thai Whisper, Thai Avenger. Do we really need those? I'm not sure we need the Thai Whisper. I mean, unless they're going to do it and 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 you know say, well, it's called Whisper because it can cloak, and this is the first order Phantom. If yeah. that's the case, then I'm all in. Especially if Kylo flies it, that cannot go wrong in any possible way. Kylo one wreck and uh, first order Whisper. It's fine. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, like like I asked Halcon earlier today. I mean, since he was talking to Asmodee, if 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 he could do a Vader in a Phantom, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I six Phantom but, with three Force. I mean, there's nothing that could go yeah. wrong there. And, and and as many actions as you can bother to take. Jesus. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I mean, Thai Whisper is. I mean, even look wise, it also looks. A surprising amount, like the um, it, it's like a, a a silencer Mark II. So, yeah, and and it seems to function much the same way. So True. I'm not sure why they did that. Um, the Tie Avenger looks like a very different ship. It looks like a relatively slow moving Tie Fighter, uh, based on on how we see it in the movie. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. So it could be like perhaps sort of the beefy thing, you know, like free red, two green, um, or something. Avenger? Isn't it just like the uh, silencer? No, no, no. It's not Avenger, the silencer pilot. It's isn't it called no, the I mean, Avenger? No, it's the tri- tri- triangle, right? triangle wing. Yeah, you, you right. tight, it's very similar-ish to an uh, interceptor. I don't know about the size though. But they don't seem. I mean, you don't see them do these sort of fast sweeping motions like the. Uh... It kind of looks like the old Tie Silencer, like the one point oh one, like the chunky one. Yeah, but I mean, it only it doesn't have split wings, right? It does. Okay. What about the Tie Dorito thing? What was it called? <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> what was it called? Uh, like the Thai. Oh. What does it do? How many parts does it have? 
The TIE Torito. It's like the triangle wing. The... Doesn't have the split wings, you mean? What was the TIE Torito's name? It was in, in, in Rise of Skywalker. Okay, I'm I'm just searching for Tide Dorito. Yes, that is the Avenger. No, that's not the Tide Avenger. If you if you Google Tide Avenger, that's another. Okay, then I am off because yeah. it's 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 the Tide Dorito. I mean, yeah, but yeah. it's not called the Tide Dorito. What is it called then? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's called the Tide Dagger. Tide Dagger, of course. That's the one I mean, and that's the one I'm saying looks like a, uh, that it could perhaps be, uh, especially when you see it in the film, it looks and like it flies more like an X-Wing. Does it though? I, I thought it, like, they were swarming it. Like, extremely. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, so there were a lot of them, but they were sort of slowly moving about in formation, right? They were not, whenever you see a normal TIE fighter, it's constantly barrel rolling and whooshing about and an interceptor to an even larger degree. Yeah, but, okay. nah, who knows? Um, <laughs> TIE slash yeah. DT Dorito Starfighter. It's actually on StarWarsPhantom.com Oh, God. <laughs> then we have... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The Tie Avenger is just another name for what we call the Tie Advanced X One. Yeah, essentially, or a, a mild variant of that, and it's from the uh, the Tie Fighter game. We need we need the Tie Experimental Mark One. Oh God, are you on Google again now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the <ship> ever. <laughs> like it's it's like okay. a. Well, Oh my god, no, we don't ever need that thing. <laughs> it's, it's like, like yeah, it's like the TIE cannon, but one cockpit. The TIE Pizarro, yeah. yeah. Exactly. There have <laughs> there have been a lot of uglies made with those. Yeah. So then we have first order. Yeah. Uh and we talked about uh, I mean we are talking about the first order, but we also have the uh the first order bomber. Um yeah. Which looks really cool, uh, mm -hmm. and apart from utterly breaking rush, um, as we talked about before, then I think that could be something, and something that FO doesn't have right now. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I I think that is pretty obvious. Um, we yeah, also they also need to. I think they really need to re-release uh, the shuttle for first order. Yeah, the the Upsilon. Yeah. Yeah. Give it yeah. stripes. Sorry. Give it racing stripes. Sure. Why not? Or just make it gray or something. Nah, it needs to be black. Or red. Be red, like uh, like blood red. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah. So then we have in the prequels, we probably have quite a few things. Like uh, Republic, like the Empire, had like a million shuttles. Mm -hmm. 
and we don't really have a shuttle. We have this, um, the lot, obviously, but it's a little bit too expensive to really be a shuttle. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of options there from... Yeah, but you do have a lot of crew carriers. You have the shuttle, the lot. You have the... You have the, uh, the, the, the... That's it. No, what about... Okay, the... yeah, you can put a crew on the Ark, but it's yeah. not a crew carrier, right? No, but still. Uh, what I mean is that you need a coordination platform. Okay, okay. I, and I think there's there's so much there. I mean, mm -hmm. there's this... Uh, uh, what are they called? Sort of like an outrigger, strange design. You always see Anakin mm -hmm. and, and Soka yeah. fly around and on missions. That's one you have precursors to the Lambda. Um, but you also have a few like fighting craft, like the, the Republic C-95, the original. Um, I sort of feel they might be holding that back a little bit because it's... Oh, wait. I thought of a new, uh, another spaceship for, for uh, Empire. Yeah. What was the ship called in Rebels? Like, they used it a lot on Lothal. Oh yeah, this um, it's like a patrol craft of some yeah, kind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if they do space though, or if they're strictly sort of suborbital. Sure, true, but then again, the Thai Striker is is mostly atmospheric. I mean, it can go to space, but it doesn't fight well there. <clears throat> No, too bad we don't have uh, orbital things in uh, in a, or ground combat in X-wing, huh? Then the striker would be good. Yeah, and 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 also the snow. What was it called? Snow. Ah, damn it! Speeder. Sorry. Snow speeder. Snow speeder. Yeah. For rebels. I've been waiting for that ship like for a long time. Yeah. After, then we are very soon we are into uh uh what are they called? Um, Ewoks. Ewoks Ewok, Ewok Ewok gliders and cloud cars, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but the Empire actually had this No, wait. We see them in uh in Republic also, something like the ones they use in Rebel. They're called the Lat L E instead yeah. of the Lat I. Yeah. That is the Republic uh, police gunship, but the Empire then later used it as a patrol transport. Yeah. Um, let's see. Low altitude assault transports. I guess it can work in space. Mm. Uh, that's the one you, in uh, in Clone Wars cartoons, they're the one you always see, you know, flying around patrolling yeah. and yeah. having sirens on them and basically being police cars. Mm -hmm. Um Yeah, I would assume that uh, they look like they can be space worthy. Yeah. The um, uh, headhunter, yeah. obviously. The headhunter for Republic. I, I always find it strange that the headhunter is in in the Rebel faction because it kind of isn't. It is. What do you mean? It kind of isn't. It is a Republic ship, mostly. Yeah. 
yeah, I think we are more likely to get a Republic C95 than we are to get a re-release of the Repub of the Rebel C95. Yeah. Yeah, just just put a paddle with it that you can also use with the Rebel, Rebel version. No, let the Rebel version just die. Okay. It, it isn't a Rebel ship. It is a Republic ship. Uh, the same goes for the Rebel Arc. It can also just go away. True. Exactly. Both of those yeah. ships are Republic ships. And I think, I mean, if they, if we sort of imagine they have like a priority list of things that they want to either do as new ships or re-release, yeah, then I think, I think re-releasing the Rebel, the Rebel Republic ships is probably low on the list. Yeah. Um, and I think that's also why we haven't seen the Resistance Falcon yet, because well, uh, we we already released two Falcons. Perhaps mm -hmm. we should back off a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and then we have a sis where we the C the Pete is like super obvious. Um, yeah, but they did release that in with the ghost. Yeah, just not for the just... um, So they might just put that in a card pack or something. But then again, people would have to buy the ghost to get it. Yeah, particularly for the CDP, it's a bit tough. But I mean, they could have card packs, you know, like for the C95 saying, go buy the scum one, and then you can buy this card pack with, uh, yeah. you know, clone pilots and rebel pilots. And mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, it is problematic because they have sort of very clearly stated that going forward, they don't want, um, uh, they don't want these multi-faction ships. No. Um, as much, right? But then again, that was the old developers. What do we know? True. True. Then we have the, uh, and I don't know how they would do this, but you have sort of like the, I think they're called Drosh class boarding ships. It's these, they sort of look like, um, oh, yeah, like, like the... an arrow that they sort of shoot through the hull of the capital yeah. ships. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then they dispatch droids inside. Yeah, I remember those. Um, it, it sounds more like a device thing, but mm -hmm. uh, there could be those. They're like boarding crafts, mm -hmm. and and then you have the the YV eight six five, which, to be honest, look like the Razor Crest and the Houndstooth had a baby. Um, hmm. Also called the Aurora class freighter, yeah, and it's like a big bulk freighter thing. Uh, you see the slavers use them in some of the Clone Wars episodes. Um, so that could be a thing. I guess it could also be scum, but again, it's like I think it would be logical to say that they would want ships that are also different. Either they should, either the ships should be super iconic, uh, which is you know what we've seen in the Republic and the Separatists so far, or they should be very, very different. So they do something for the faction. What about what about serenity for for resistance? I mean, we saw it in in uh, Skywalker movie. Serenity That's... from from Firefly. No, it that was not serenity. They actually, they actually. Uh, um... I mean, it was just the same. Yeah, it, 
it's funny you say that, but they um, they actually had a, there was a tweet today because somebody thought that that ship was the Racer Crest. If we're thinking of the same ship, um, and it isn't. Uh, and when you look at it, then you can actually see that it isn't because it has the the sort of pontoons or whatever you want to call it that sticks out with the engines on them. They're very different from the racer crests. Mm. I mean, it, lo it lo really looked like Serenity. Really did. I'm I mean, trying to see. I'm doesn't look like it at all. I think. Really? I mean. Yeah. They did put it in Avengers, so that's another Disney thing. <laughs> Just oh, <wow>. saying. <laughs> I, I'm saying I think in in that Rise of Skywalker scene you see everything, and there's <laughs> quite a lot of it that doesn't make sense. They just went into the directory where they store 3D models, yeah, used in past projects, and they just put all of them up. True. True. You have fireballs and stuff in there, despite that thing not having a hyperdrive, so we don't know how it got there. Mm -hmm. At least, I don't think it has a hyperdrive. Yeah. I can't imagine it has a hyperdrive. I mean, or, per or perhaps I wouldn't dare turn on the hyperdrive if I was in the fireball. I think we can agree that Rise of Skywalker wasn't a particularly good movie. <laughs> no, but you can't fault it on its special effects. I yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was fun to watch, but it wasn't a good Star Wars movie by any means. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. I don't it's... think this metric is kind of off a good Star Wars movie. They all have their little and big faults. I, I... Don't you come oh, here about Empire. Empire. Yeah, Empire is a perfect movie. Sure. Except for no. And the Last Jedi is a perfect movie as well. There. I oh say. my God! <laughs> the the fan mail, the hate, it's coming. I know. I, I tend to agree because it, <laughs> it, it is. I I. It, the Last Jedi is near perfect. Yeah, it is. But it, but only near. There there are things as well. There are things that I could live. It's without. the second best Star Wars movie, after Empire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, I, I at it, least enjoy most of the and stop listening. Yeah, but I mean, have you ever heard? Uh, there's a, like a, a statement that A New Hope originally was sort of saved in the cutting room. Yeah, I have yeah. a strong feeling that Rise of Skywalker was killed in the cutting room because if they had cut out some of the useless stuff yeah. and at certain points in the film, just paced it down a little bit or accepted that it needed to be a longer movie with a yeah, little just, bit slower pace. Just two movies. Just make it four movies then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sure. Episode 9, part 1 and part 2. I mean, other franchises exactly. have done this, right? Where they got exactly. to the final movie and they were like, eh, oh. sorry guys, we have too much left to say. Yeah, so exactly. we're going to cheat. <laughs> um, but they could, you know, I mean, it was not that long. They could have gone full three hours. It would have been fine. It would have been a proper finale to a glorious uh, franchise saga, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, they didn't. And then there are, you know, like uh, light speed skipping. 
yeah. get out of here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is for me probably the worst bit. And then a few, there's a lot of competition for that title. But anyway, shall we uh, move on to the next topic? Why does yeah. that hurt you, hurt you so much? The light speed skipping. Because it is so goddamn ridiculous, and everything in that scene is just dumb. How does the first order tie follow that through light speed? Question one. Question two. Why the hell does he even light speed skip? What what does what what's the benefit apart from trashing the ship? Yeah, and plus remember when they were in all the other movies when they were really really calculating when they yeah. go to light speed so they wouldn't like hit planets and stuff yeah i mean i mean jj did it bad enough in force awakens but he almost got away with it but that was only because it, han was right there and we were all in shock that it, this was han right yeah 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 exactly. but he did like two light speed maneuvers that in traditional star wars launch just shouldn't happen and yeah. and but i'm just amazed that with that in mind then the one thing that people are bitching off regarding light speed is uh the hol- the hollow maneuver <laughs> yeah exactly and I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't have much of a reference point on how hyperspace works with larger ships and what you can override and what you can't. But mm-hmm. what, whenever the Falcon goes to hyperspace mm-hmm. in the entire sequel series, well, at least in the JJ films, mm-hmm. then something dumb is about to happen. And it doesn't make sense because why would those uh, TISFs, if they even have a hyperdrive, which they probably do, but why would they be able to follow and track it? Yeah. And and why do they always appear exciting places and not in, you know, deep space, which is, yeah. to be always... fair, most of space is deep space, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was but always no, like no. some planets or something. Some planets, and then there was a monster, and it was right there, and, and yeah. it just seems to be like a pacing thing where we just needed to get the pace up, and it yeah. was really the last thing that movie needed. It needed to pace down a little bit and be a little bit more sort of introspective and focus a little bit on the despair of, yeah. oh my God, they have planet-killing weapons and they are and they have used them, right? Yeah, but yeah, but to finale the movie talk. The New York Times said Disney will be announcing a significant expansion to the Star Wars universe. Yeah, and by the time people are listening to this, they will yeah, know what that is. Exactly. And but but on the other hand, Wave Nine will probably also be announced tomorrow, Friday. <laughs> uh, so they will also know that when they're listening yeah. to it, and they'll be like, "God, why are you so wrong?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm fully expecting Razor Crest in Wave Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Probably. That's my best bet. And then I would really like to see. Uh, a first order ship along with it and and then perhaps one of the squadron packs preferably the rebel one yeah maybe two or three RC2 A-wing pilots yeah and then they're probably going to put in an X-wing and we're probably going to see Hera in an X-wing that would be my assumption yeah um Anyway, who knows? Next topic. Next topic: Tula challenges. Yes, 
So, you streamed that game, Aid. Yeah. I did. I did. It was a glorious game. Yeah, I mean, streaming it was exciting, but the game was me. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a perfect game. I made zero mistakes. There was no situational dice lock. And we just learned that the V-Wings are super OP. Yeah, that damn V-Wing survived way, way too long. Yeah, I mean, what? Way it, it, too long. It took fully modded uh, Kylo, <laughs> range one, and lift. Then it took fully modded one wreck, range one, and lift. Then it put one wreck to half. Yeah. And then it did eventually die, but by then it had served such a big distraction that I won the game. Excellent. It was great. Best weaving ever. Yeah. And I mean, also, we had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, it sort of interrupted it my okay play experience sure. that people thought they could tell me and I could tell you, but I didn't bother. No. It's fine. I think it was a, um, a good first try for us. Yeah, yeah, sure. There was a little bit of echo in the sound. <laughs> if you if you if you listen to, if you yeah if you if you watch it oh, and listen to reverb, it, yes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of it actually. Mm -hmm. But it's fine. We need to do more through the, the streaming. I mean, we'll be better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's fun. Yes. Next time, Hokan and Aid can play. Then we can commentate easily. Well, Aid has to record it. Nah, one oh, of us can set that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But anyway, it was a challenge, and we are back to uh, sort of finishing challenges in reasonable time. Not yep. where we should be with, you know, one one per episode. But, I mean, this was only... We only skipped one episode with it, didn't we? I think Maybe so. Two? Yeah, I think so. Oh, great. Hmm. So, Aid, you have the right to challenge. Yes, I will. Uh... What 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 do you want Kisley to do? No, I did the, I did a big one. <laughs> what? Yeah, the yeah, song, I... the damn yeah, song. Yeah, but but on the other hand, I make big challenges. So do you really want to challenge me? Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> so then you, actually... then you can challenge Hawkon. You can't challenge someone who's not here. No, not now. You can just no, finish, no, no. The damn finish the damn challenge when Hawkon is on air. Nah. We want a challenge now, and we want something we can complete in two weeks. I've got it. My challenge is actually to the both of you. Oh, damn it. Okay. But then who gets to pick a new challenge? We have to find out that out together. You have together to just well? fist fight it. Oh, I've got it. The one who completes uh, the challenge better. Better. <laughs> better. Bear so with it, me. It, 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 <laughs> so it's going to be like a ballet or something. Yeah, like Olympic, a... Olympic ballet. I have I no idea which of us would, would be worse at that, Gisley, but. Uh, I think you probably me. Pretty miserable. I'm not sure. Okay, let's hear the challenge. This is the exciting part. Um, so, you guys have to play each other on stream with lists containing ships only 
that you have never played before. That I've never played before? Yeah. Wow. Everybody's got a ship that they bought but never put on the table. Oh, I have a few of them actually. Yeah, so yeah, I have you multiple kind of guys have to well. dig deep, and and there's no you know cheating in this. So you guys can have to make a list. The ships, you know, you know Jan, mm -hmm. I have you never, I have, I have never put. Uh, a vulture and a bubble up. Oh, tell him. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, no. <laughs> or a hyena. You have never put a separatist list on the table? Yeah, I have. What did have you play? A... Uh, I flew. What was it? Wait. It was. No, I yeah I I put no I put sorry I have put a bubble up on on the table. I did put grievous. I flew grievous and and two non-texas. Like oh yeah, that was uh, great fun mm. uh, for the one playing it. It was sort of the fun for one list. No, I just tried it once. I yep. was just trying to figure out how it how to beat it. Yeah, so, I, I, this, brought, I brought that list. Has... Uh, I brought that list to uh, as my uh, as my day two list for the Swedish grants yeah. uh, last year. Yeah. Uh, now I obviously make cuts, so I didn't have to use it, but I could borrow it to Ono, who didn't make cut. Mm -hmm. And he played first time he put it on the table. He was facing off against Andreas Carlson, <laughs> and he tabled him oh. in like twenty minutes. And <laughs> he had never flown the list before. And it was recently, right? It was right after the Nantex came out. It was like a month and a half after, and they mm. were not at all popular. Nobody flew them. <laughs> it was so dumb. And before the tractor nerves, of course. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it you were uh, so, trying to stay on point with the challenge. What were you saying? Yeah, you guys are terrible. Uh, <laughs> rambling for like, yeah. Uh, so you guys gonna play this game, and. Uh, on, and I'm going to stream it, of course. And you're going to have to dig deep and get uh, ships in there that you haven't played before. I'm not cheating. And I will actually um, select the winner. And the winner will be the one who gets to issue the challenge. Okay. So, and it's not necessarily going to be the one that wins the game. No. <laughs> okay. And, and so if you turn up no... with a droid swarm, Gisli, you're not going to win. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. Absolutely uh, not. So, and there's no practicing. You okay. guys have to you know, go, you know, just add on with the new list. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need to dig a little deep. I mean, yeah. I've been I've been playing this damn game like since 2013. Yeah. Or 14 or something. Yeah. So this is can we uh, can we it it. it uh, uh, just to get a few parameters so we actually have some ships to choose from. Mm -hmm. Can we say uh, ships we haven't flown in second edition? Oh, I'm gonna have to take if, if and only if you've flown each and every ship in first edition. Only if you've flown what? If you've flown every ship in the game in first edition. Then you can revert to 
Okay, I've not flown this in second edition. Okay, fair enough. It's too bad. I know I've flown the aggressor, but unfortunately, I have flown every crew carrier the Empire has. Now, wait a minute. Did I have I ever flown a Lambda in second edition? Hmm. <laughs> no, not gonna do that. I flew four Lambdas in in first edition, like on vessel. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I actually have a, quite a few ships. I haven't, I hadn't, I have only played once. Uh, like uh, I took part in the first Jank tank that Fly Better did. I think that's the first and only time I played a YV six six six. Okay, and we're talking ships, not pilots. Ships. Okay. Great. We'll do it, Gisli. It will be uh, a fantastic. It will be like the Windows Christmas stream. Yeah, might be. Okay, Anyways. but thank you for that challenge, Aid. Uh, on behalf of Gisli, we accept. Not good. that we have a choice. So, no. Then we have another outstanding challenge of a different kind the yes. podcast edition challenge. Yes, yes. And, well, I wouldn't say the 186 squadron did it because no. it was no. only. It was Oliver Pucknell. Yeah, he to be did. fair, if we hadn't had him on and, and told him about it, then <laughs> we would probably be nowhere with this. No. <laughs> yes. Correct. But I mean, I mean, he is sort of the, the, the prime of 186th. Right? He's like that golden boy. So I guess it works. Uh, but but do, you, do you think he wrote it? <laughs> or is it really Christopher? Oh. <laughs> it, it has a distinct Christopher Benson feel to it. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I think let let's hear it, and then he, we can see if it's if it's really good. He kind of sings it with a Swedish accent, doesn't uh, he? True, <laughs> true. <laughs> okay, let's play it. Let's play it. Ah. Uh, uh. You guys hear it? No. Nope. Nada. You don't you hear, hear it, Gisli? No. Wait. I'm gonna play it again. Do you hear it now? Here we yeah. go. So beautiful. Yeah. My list isn't it neat? I finally think preparations complete. Tiles and templates galore. Sure, I've got everything. Look at this hole. Players all bold. How many tables can one venue hold? Looking around here, you think? Sure. Maybe I could win I've got all tarts and promos aplenty 
I've bought templates and tokens galore. You want dice sets? I've got twenty. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the aces are. I want to see one a seapole heaver walking around on those what do you call them? Oh, cuts. <laughs> Dice with no mods, they won't get you far. Forces required and barbary rolls flying around with those what's it called again? Wind streaks. Up where they talk, up where they have fun, up where they end the day on 5-1. Nice and carefree, no solve mines for me, part of that world. What would I give if I could live on those high tables? What would I say if I could fly better all day? But this time I've planned, I understand how to get a good engagement. Time for winning, not coin flipping out in the stands. Ready to fly like Sunterfell, talk to the aces and get some answers. What's a Nantex and why does it have to burn? When's it my turn? Wouldn't I love, love to explore that cut up a So glorious. Why doesn't it stop? Oh yeah, there it stopped. <laughs> there you go. Ah, it was glorious. It was it was quite glorious. Uh but I mean um I, I feel like he, he made a song about me when I go to worlds. Oh, do you do free free at Wells? I thought you were you were you were worse. Yeah, no. I've never I've never been worse than three three. I've been three three twice and four three once. So yeah. But yeah. I think it's 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 a great song. It's a good topic and Holly sings it decently. Absolutely. Yeah, he blew he blew us out of the park. Ah, and the singing bit at least. Yeah, it oh, it's good. I I wonder, but but, uh, but who's they? They have to challenge someone. How are they going to do yeah. that? They don't. They don't podcasts. Yeah, at exactly. the moment. Yep. Seems. 
I don't know. Does does this mean that we just get to challenge somebody? I don't know. Oof. We should we should talk talk to the one eighty six and Ollie before we challenge someone. Yeah, we probably should. But if they're not gonna challenge anyone, we will. Yeah, the ball has to keep rolling. Absolutely. We're gonna A make... little thing like COVID and no physical tournaments. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it takes more to stop a berserking Thule. We we should we should make a Spotify account just with X-wing songs, right? Absolutely. And get paid. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like uh, we can use it when we don't have enough, um, you know, of the Twitch monies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Glorious. Glorious. So, <clears throat> next topic. Next topic. So, uh, I did a little PSPP. Yeah. Uh, Pink Squadron Point Prediction Contest. And I sucked. Like. Uh, no, you did better than you usually did. You were <laughs> above. You were better than chance, which is, I think, the first yeah, time for you. Yeah, but I was still under the average. <laughs> yeah. How did you get fifteen? Yeah. Yeah, the average yeah, was true. Like seventeen the, or something. Yeah, sixteen point one. Yeah. So we got uh, sixty-one responses, and um, two people got twenty-five correct. Yeah. So the winner is the one of those two that were the first to answer, because mm -hmm. that's the uh, the tiebreak I set up, because it's much more motivating than simply having you know um, like a, a coin flip. Yeah. For the wins. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, Simon Tournay? Yep. Tournay? Tournay? Not sure. Yeah. Tournay? Tournay? Yeah. He got 25, correct? So, mm -hmm. uh, congratulations on that win. Mm -hmm. um, when I get your address, I will uh, I will forward you some old arts. Yeah, I think he, I think he did. Great. Send you an email. Yeah, he did. It said, uh, yes, you can use my name. Oh. And didn't respond to the other question, so I asked. <laughs> so, okay. um, otherwise, sort of general thoughts, uh, reflecting a little bit. I mean, I clearly set Anakin too high, and everybody told me immediately when I posted the competition. I uh, put Anakin at 69.5. Mm -hmm. He ended up at 53. Um, but I would say that I was not alone. A quarter... Yeah. of the people answering set over mm -hmm. on 69.5 <clears throat> and yeah. I've since talked to a lot of people who seem to think that Anakin in the other two is uh, ridiculously undercosted so uh, but let's see where that ends up it was probably too high but I mean I didn't say set him where I thought he should be set I set him where FF I thought FFG would put him I do feel like the other two's are quite undercosted still I think um, people just it's a different kind of ship and people need to get used to it but when uh, people get used to flying the ship it's gonna it's gonna be bonkers good I think it is a ship with a very very low floor you think but also with a very high ceiling okay I think that uh, if you if you are not good enough 
to really use all the things, including knowing when to use the ridiculous uh, system phase repositioning and yeah. use it for good, yeah. rather than just correcting a mistake you used last turn yeah. or you made last turn. If you if 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 you do that, then mm-hmm. you just gonna run out of force and die. But and and also with uh, three hull, they are really fragile. Yeah, they are. They are. They are like zero mistake ships. You have a lot of options for getting out of sort of. If you're very trouble adjacent, but you're not actually in trouble, then you can probably get out because you have so many options and you can do like silly things like yeah, uh, but when let me say... reposition in the system phase to block you and then sloop around you and end up behind you with you in bullseye. When you, you say like zero that. mistake ships, I don't necessarily agree with that. You do have force. I mean, if we're, if not we're if you spend it all repositioning. True. They eat true. force like there was no tomorrow. Oh, oh um, abso- absolutely. But they still, they do still have an evade action, right? They do, and that Ex- exactly. They do have force and evade. So. Would you say Suntir Fell is a zero zero chance ship? Like if you if you make one mistake it dies. I mean it it can't do. You can't Maybe. just blank out. I mean like we saw in saw in the game we played. Ayla just she died in one shot. I mean, she died ha- uh, had, two it, millimeters from range one where she would have lived. Right. Yeah. Or, it, 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 and if it, I hadn't been an idiot and I have actually t- taken an evade token with her, mm. she would also have lived. Yeah. But I was an idiot, mm. so that didn't happen. Yeah, but, but true. But, yeah. But I, I, I'm just thinking about like Anakin versus Suntir. I think the big difference here is that it is really limiting to only have a proper hard hitting gun in the bullseye. And True. we've seen before, you know, with Nantex, when you had six of them, mm-hmm. that that was a really powerful thing. But yeah. that was because you had, you paid for the thing like it was only a two dice gun almost. Yeah. And then you had, you know, like the bonus die, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. But with aces, and even at the cost that these are on, you sort of need that whenever you shoot, your shots really need to count because otherwise you're eventually going to lose. Mm-hmm. So even if you can arc dodge, you know, confidently, then <laughs> yeah, I think in the hands of a really good player, they're really good. Yeah. Um, but and they are, I think. Uh, I mean, both Obi Wan and um, and Ayla ended within half a point of uh, of my expectations. No, Obi didn't. He were, I actually went over on him as well. Mm-hmm. But Ayla was right on. Um, but I'm just still wondering um, if you compare them, they are costed more or less, with the exception of Anakin, who is cheaper. Mm-hmm. The others are costed more or less where their CLT versions in the Delta 7 is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure it's worth it. I'm not sure that the the Ether Sprite uh, CLT is not better. It certainly hits harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the potential for actual sort of double repositioning. Um, it has to spend a force to do the evade, but it actually still can do the evade. 
-hmm. And the other two has to spend a force to do pretty much anything, including target locking. So, yeah, eh, I don't know. We'll see. But um, yeah, spoilers for later. They uh, they can work. Yeah. And you're probably right that when people figure out how to how to really fly them, but I don't think they're easy to fly, and I think they're harder to fly than uh, than most other things because you have the force economy on top, and if you are to get the most for the, of that chassis, you have to utilize the, the system phase repositioning when appropriate. Also, mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, another fun fact of uh, this PSP is that in almost every case the majority of people actually got it right. So if you just look at, you know, where were, where did most votes fall on the over under for each card, then the majority was almost always correct. Yeah. Uh, so the surprises were uh, uh, the Besh configuration on the Wii Wing, um, mm. which I think were cheaper than expected. The specifically the initiative one tri fighter mm-hmm. um, which was quite off um, and was you know where people expected it to be much cheaper uh, than it actually ended up being I'm surprised mm-hmm. it is a, as expensive as it is it's more mm-hmm. expensive than an i1 interceptor yeah and I'm not sure that's right I'm not lamenting it because sis ha- already has so many things so mm-hmm. oh. It's probably fine. And then uh, uh, the the Boba Fett pilot uh, for uh, for the for the the cis fire spray. Mm-hmm. It's the only where 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 it sort of went wrong. But uh, let's see when we get to do a new PSPP. Um, but probably when we do Wave Nine. Yep. But uh, thanks everybody for participating. It's. Um, it's fun. I mean, as the name sort of suggests, this started as something we did internally in Pink Squadron with mm-hmm. like four or five people. and um, But I really liked sort of scaling it up and and seeing a lot of people uh, be involved from all over the world. So that's mm-hmm. great. That's awesome. Awesome. So, uh, anything oh, more, we... more with that? No, it dropped. Just out. No, oh, he's in. And back. No, yeah. no I guess that is, that's it. So yeah. um, then we had the Lima. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Carry on. Then we had the the Lima Open, mm-hmm. uh, which is sort of the first sort of larger-ish uh, tournament with uh, with the new points and with all mm-hmm. the new ships. Um, yeah. Extended, obviously, um, and it's probably going to be the last big thing we'll see in a while, probably throughout the rest of the year at least, and, and mm. a bit into January. Um, so uh, let's look into that. Um, there were 117 players, mm-hmm. and. Um, What else can we say about this tournament? Uh, most people brought Scun. That was 27 lists, so 30, 23%. Rebel, also well represented. And then 
we sort of dive to Empire. Surprisingly few resistance. Um, Republic, Separatist, and then only nine First Orders. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing Republic being in particularly uh, way more popular than um, than we've seen before, uh, at least seen lately. Uh, and First Order being all sad, uh, which is, at least to me, somewhat surprising because I thought First Order was strong. And the only real thing that happened was that, you know, Malaris was just given a tiny bump. Yeah. I mean, um, weren't people just trying out new things? It could be. I mean, at least it would explain why uh, the Galactic Republic was up there. But, um, and we did also see quite a few of the new fire sprays. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think there's any of the Tri Fighters at all, which I think in itself is worrying that of 117 people, nobody thought that they were worth bringing. Um, mm. So perhaps more evidence that they will eventually go down, or perhaps people just need to figure out how to use them. Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody knew what a fire spray was already, right? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> other sort of surprising facts. I mean, in the Rebel faction, despite them going up, the most popular ship was uh, the Kashyyyk Defender. Mm -hmm. There were 12 of those. Uh, yeah. Dash, Luke, Wedge, um, very popular also. I um, think with the Kashyyyk, for example, I mean, I said it for a long time before before they were lowered in points. They were actually good, just people had to start playing them. And when they dropped in points, people actually started playing them and see how good they were. And then they got raised a little bit again. But they're still pretty good. Yeah. I had a huge discussion with people about whether they were better than the B-Wings. And I think they are. <laughs> and I think their points reflect that now. Yeah. They're generic probably... versus generic, yeah, I think they yeah, are. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's a different ship, though. Uh, you can't really compare them, though. Mm. Ah, you kind of can. Of course you can. I mean, they're not the same, but you no. know, you can compare any two ships and say, is this one better than that one? Oh, is it better value, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, true. And they do have somewhat similar, like uh, beefy, hit you in the face, move rather slow. Yeah. B-Wing turns around a big bit, bit better. The Kashyyyk Defender has a better arc. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, um, other notes. Um, oh, let's look at the cut rate, actually. I don't know if there's anything. Scum was horrific. They only got, despite being the most representative faction, only had one uh, list in the cut. 3.7%. Uh, yeah, so the real winner in the cut rate was the two least played factions, Separatist, with 36% in the cut. That's mm -hmm. like, um, I mean, as an isolated case, it's like uh, what we saw with, uh, what are they called again? Nantex, right? Yeah, yeah. It's essentially the same uh, cut percentage. Mm -hmm. And First Order, which got two out of nine in the cut, so that's 22%. Oh, yeah. And then Empire did reasonably and the Galactic Republic did reasonably. The rest were sort of below the bar. Um, other notes, uh, 
if you look at the entirety of the top 32, you didn't see a single crack shot. Does, does that mean crack shot is bad now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it means that people are trying new things yeah. and people have to learn that crack shot is still fine. Yeah. It's not OP, but it's fine. And but, it's not an auto include anymore and you can't spam it. And I think Yeah. That's 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 the biggest part, I think. I mean, it's probably the correct price now because people might think, should I bring crack shot or should I bring something else? Instead of just crack shot. Yeah. Yeah, that's Nothing probably true. Yeah. Uh what really surprised me was that we actually in the entire tournament there's only two slums. And I don't understand. I know she went up by three points. Yeah, but, but if you look at like the Coruscant and winning good. list. Yeah, if you look at the Coruscant and winning list with the aggressors oh. and Farof with Sloan and a Hall Upgrade and Ruthless, essentially what this nerf means is that you have to ditch that Hall Upgrade. Yeah. And I don't think that list wins or loses based on one hull no. on the uh, on the Sloan carrier because it has been much too successful to do to, for that to be the case. Yeah. Of course, it gets weaker. It's slightly easier to kill the Sloan carrier, which makes mm -hmm. it slightly easier to beat the list. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that should really turn the tables enough that nobody even tried. Uh, but. Um, so I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll go into uh, the top four in a minute and do the pick of the litter. Uh, and it's some really strange lists. Um, yeah, I'm just. Yeah. But I mean, if you look at who was there, um, it, it it it's not like this was like a sideshow tournament, right? There were some no. really really good players there. Yeah, absolutely. Who've done, you know, who've you seen in the top cuts of? Of galaxies, uh, the oh. galaxies qualifiers. So, yeah, and um, hyperspace, Reykjavik hyperspace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, but um, Gisli, do you want to do um, um, our, our number four? Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Um, number four was. Uh, Andrew Myers, he went five and one. Uh, he was eighth in the switch, flying first order. He was flying naked color Ren, and three Seta Squadron survivors with concussion missiles and passive sensors. Nothing really we haven't seen before. There. No, it's like an ace and then some beef. You know, beef you cannot ignore. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a good list. Yeah, and inflexible. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's sort of the, the ace ace plus beef, right? And we'll, yeah. we'll see more of that mm -hmm. in a minute. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you look at, you know, his his records, uh, he lost his first game, but otherwise he won all the way until his top four game. And and on the way there, he beat like four K wings. Yeah. Um. Various other lists, obviously. Uh, Ray and two A wings. He beat uh, Marcel Manzano's four A wings. Mm -hmm. uh, he beat six Techno Union bombers. Right. 
Um, so that's some fancy flying. I gotta say, before I forget that, uh, looking at all those lists, uh, I'm quite happy to see there is not as much of the generic spam that we have seen like for the past year. No, I agree. When I look down the list, there are some generic pilots here and there, but they're not necessarily always spammed. And no. I'm not I mean, sure which part of the points upgrade did that and whether that is just a strange one-off thing because this was also a charity event and people were flying and perhaps a little more funsy lists mm -hmm. because it might be. uh, it perhaps the the feeling was not that this is about winning it it was perhaps more about something else but but then again hmm. yeah but still the lower the list you go the more spammy it gets yeah that's a general thing yeah that can be it yeah so, all right but i i think it's it's interesting uh yeah, and it's yeah. always fun to see these sort of first sort of major event mm -hmm. uh, after a point change right because everything is just up in the air and people mm -hmm. are trying strange things exactly um but i mean if you look at this list this list is no different than it was uh, prior to the points change. There's nothing. No. There's no new ships. There's nothing in there that changed points. No. As far as I know, the conch missile didn't change. No, it didn't. So that's just what's there. I mean, maybe it's hyperspace eagle. I don't know. It probably well, is. Passive sensors. They changed. No, that was last time. They didn't change oh, yeah. this time. Oh yeah, of course. It was last time. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, but super job. interesting. Great job. Ed, right. do you want so, to do the uh, yeah. the other top four? Really? So, uh, uh, top four, sixth in Switch, uh, five and one, with an MOE of 1621. It was Piotr Chudubinski. Better than Farmer. You say it like you're 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 from Spain. That's true. Did I? It sounds yeah. very Polish. It, it's Piotr. 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 What did I say? No, I, I, I was talking about the Tudobinski. Uh, Tudobinski. Oh. <laughs> no. Tudobinski. No, something. something. Anyway. Something. But he was fielding five Inquisitors, which is awesome. In the one, yeah. and they only had the upgrade foresight. Yeah, that's a terrifying list. I love this list so much. It comes in even 200, yeah. but it's potentially 10 shots per, yeah. per round, so that's kind of awesome. And they are so hard to kill. Yeah, and remember with foresight, just bring you three have... phantoms, they die. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I mean with foresight you have an upgrade that um that you can also if you have bullseye in the um in the engagement phase, mm -hmm. you can you use can it, it and then it has a free mod. Yeah. Um so I think they are absolutely terrifying and I think foresight is way undercosted. 
Um, I mean, snap. Why is snapshot seven and foresight is four? Because nobody's actually. Uh, I don't know. I think that is the exactly correct answer. The one you almost said. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's, nobody's flying snapshot. Yeah. No, because nobody's done anything with the foresight, so nobody's paying attention to it. Oh yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I think it's terrifying to even have the potential for a bonus attack for four points. Mm -hmm. And it's not, especially when you fly, when you spam it, then you know you're going to get some of them. Right? Yeah. There's, there's not two ways around that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and just, he was pretty just dominant in, in Swiss, yeah. right? You, you can't shoot the foresight twice per round, though. Uh, what are you, what are, what are you... A force to shoot it. Uh, no, it doesn't. It costs a force to get the bonus attack, but if you use it like a regular attack, you don't Wrong. have to pay a force. Yeah. All it right. just says, then you only use the attack thing. Then it's just a two dice mm -hmm. uh, a bullseye attack where you can change an eye to a hit for free. Yeah. And think about right it, think about it this way. You have five foresights in this list. Each of them mm -hmm. cost four points, so it's 20 points. If you drop them all, you couldn't even fit a single TIE Fighter. True. Yep. So sure. if you drop them all, what you could do instead is that you can upgrade, you know, you could have um, the Grand Inquisitor in there. And yeah, but perhaps fifth brother or seventh sister and then three inquisitors i think geese's point is with giving getting potentially five extra shots per round yeah, exactly it's, it's not even the same points as one extra cheapest ship oh yeah. that's what you mean yeah 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 i agree because <clears throat> with five of them i can imagine that in many rounds you're getting an extra shot oh yeah and Absolutely. sometimes you're getting more than one yeah mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so yeah, the Inquisitor is undercosted. The generic ones they're undercosted. <laughs> but yeah. On the way but everything is you beat uh Repo, Jenden, oh, yeah. Vintner, and a swarm. Uh, droid swarm. Yeah, and he beat Repo two hundred oh, right? Oh Jesus, wow. Oh my wow. god. Oh, Ray must god. have melted. I mean, it's quite easy to get those bullseye <laughs> against a large spaceship. Yeah, and you're also quite wow. likely to actually do damage because yeah. that's the other thing about these sort of unmodded two dice attacks, right? Is a lot of the time you just don't really do any damage if you're shooting yeah. at like a free agility thing. But if exactly. you're shooting at like Ray, yeah. yeah, then you probably are. Exactly. Wow. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm just oh, I I I would have liked to see that game. See how quickly Ray went down. Like this thick thick Ray. I mean, Ray didn't really do any damage that game, obviously, since <laughs> yeah. either terribly flown or terrible green dice or awesome green dice on Piotr's. Uh, Art. No, but I mean no, these he, inquisitors. He, he, I mean, he, I, he, I, I suppose they just 
in most uh, in most uh, rounds, they just move and take an evade. Yeah. And then exactly. they have the force ready to to do the foresight. And uh-huh. if they use the foresight, then they will try to use the foresight again. If they don't use the foresight, then they will probably do a normal attack. Right. Um, depending, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean. And if they and if they have to, they can also reposition, but then they don't get the evade, then they get a focus token instead. Uh-huh. Um, they're super maneuverable. They have such a good dial, and you know how hard it is to shoot at them if they still have if they have force evade. They're mm-hmm. like not taking damage. Yeah. In on almost every shot, no matter what you. Yeah, yeah, but but Ray just this is it out so well. Yeah, I mean, Ray at range one should down. be able to pop them, right? Yeah, yeah sure. And, and didn't know that, no uh, half points even, so. Well, yeah. anyways. Um, well, he, he did lose against Cormac Higgins. Wow. Well, Cormac Higgins is the best player in Iceland, so. Sure, that's to be expected. But he, on the other hand, he did beat Akhtar Khan. Does that mean that Iceland is better than Australia? Yes. In the Battle of the Islands. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I thought you would say one hundred percent. I'm not sure about New Zealand though, because uh, New, New, New Zealand has has Paul Johnson, and no one beats Paul Johnson. I'm pretty sure that if we have listeners in Australia, there's a few screaming other names at the <laughs> mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we love our Australian listeners. Yeah, we do. We do have a few, and obviously we're just joking. Honestly. I'm not joking. It's what Ed is saying. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. second, second place. Second place, Arturo Aliaka. I don't know if I butchered that. Um, pretty close. 13th in Swiss, 5-1. and one. Um, It's actually interesting that there's no 4-2 and two players here in the... Um, I think some 4-2s and twos went into the cut, but they didn't go very far. Um, mm. So, uh, he was flying Republic, which is near and dear to my heart. Uh, and this is, again, the sort of ace plus beef. Mm-hmm. So, this is Anakin. In the editor two with Predator, good upgrade. I should have put that in our game, uh, Gisli. That's a much better use of that talent slot. Yeah. And a shield upgrade, uh, which is probably also smart. Mm-hmm. And that's just a 66 point shot, right? Now yeah. we have four health and a reroll in, in that bull side that you want anyway. So that's great. And then three arcs, one of them being Wolf, or Wolfie, I guess he's called. Um, just a one point bid. Maybe you should have taken a third generic arc and had some bid on that I6, but perhaps it's not important when you have all that firepower. True. Uh, and he got relatively unscathed through uh, a Swiss, lost a single game to an extreme maneuvers Kylo. That sounds scary. Blackout and a sinus James engineer. Um, but otherwise, he beat uh, double cis fire sprays, dash and two Kashyyyk defenders, 
oh my god, that's so amazing. That's going to be a pick of the litter thing. Um, so let's get back to that. Uh, and just one through. And he beat, you know, again, some a few well-known uh, names here. John McDermott, mm-hmm. Timo Hetzler, uh, Bob Howe. Yeah. And then he obviously beat Andrew Myers with his Kylo Ren and the free Center Squadron Survivors. So that was the Ace plus Beef versus Ace plus Beef. And the Republic won that one. I think it's a, it's a super interesting list. Um, it is, it is. And he is uh, also quite an accomplished uh, player. Um, he was also uh, a Coruscant in, in, in NYT. Mm-hmm. Went 4-2 and two mm-hmm. there with some strange resistance things. So, yeah. And uh, a South American wins a South American tournament that, uh, or goes top two in a South American tournament. It's also nice mm-hmm. that it's not all those. And flying a glorious list there. A glorious list using all new components and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Never to be seen before. I mean, we've seen variants like this, uh, and uh, it's sad Hokon is not here because I think he's flown a lot of OB and free arcs. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is this might be better. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, have an i six there. Yeah, even if it is a bit bit more fragile. Okay, well, well, with the but I, up, I, with I've... the shield upgrade, it. Kinda isn't. Not true. I think it's it's vulnerable to Anakin running out of force. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's the theme of the other two is to not run out of force because then yeah. you die. Yeah. Okay, Christian, did you did you notice how I orchestrated all this so you could yeah. do the winning list? Yeah. Winning list flown by Marcelo Duarte. Went uh, five and one in Swiss, flying Empire. He was flying Vader with burners and fire control, Echo, with collision detector, fifth brother, and targeting computer, and then a naked Inquisitor. A Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, sorry, Grand Inquisitor. And again, just a one-point bet. Yep. Against. The other list we just talked about, which also had a one-point bit. So they had I-6 rolling for initiative between Vader and Anakin in the mm-hmm. final. Mm-hmm. Yep. A role that uh, Marcelo won, by the way. Yeah. But Echo was actually doing the doing the work in the finals game. Yeah. Almost... And but but take a look at his uh, uh, his matches. It's like a who's who wow. in virtual yeah. swing. It's so oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's Bar- Bartosz, Marcel, Manzano, Lucas Brzezinski, Doc Paul. Yeah. yeah. Austin Ray, Doc Howe. <laughs> okay, first game is Bartos. Second game yeah. is Leo. I I don't know who that is. Third game is Tommy Adams. Fourth, Marcel. Fifth, Phil Pond. 
six Bukas Puchensky so then top six in Carson Ray top eight Doc it's just <laughs> wow what yeah. a run and then we come into the, the other people we talked about right with the yeah. five Inquisitors yeah and then finally the Anakin and Free Arcs yeah uh, which wow. he 200 owed on the final table Jesus yeah uh <sighs> and so... his only loss on the way was to Marcel with the the four A wings. Yeah. Um Yeah, hundred and twenty five to two hundred loss. Yeah. So uh congratulations to Marcelo. Yeah. Uh now I really want to get into the pick of the litter because I think there's so many interesting lists here that I don't even know where to start. Um so Yeah, um, I have one. You go, Kisley. Uh, I'm not going a long way down. I'm just going to top 16, basically, with Carson Ray. Yeah. Because he's flying Poe Dameron with heavy laser cannon, heroic, foils, obviously, and R4. Jess Pava with foils, Lulo with Lone Wolf, and then Rose Tico with C3PO. Yeah, I, I saw that list. It's interesting. Yeah, what what I feel is interesting. I mean, we know Poe is good, and heavy laser cannon on Poe is actually fine. It's a cheap yeah. cannon and nice six. And Jess Pava, she's 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 really good for on her it. price. On it, yeah. Rose Tico is really good for her price. Really good for her price. But what I am thinking is Lulo with Lone Wolf. Yeah, but Carson loves Lulo. Yeah, what I'm thinking problem. is what, what I'm thinking is I would have cut almost anything out of this list. Downgraded Lulo, dropped the Lone Wolf, dropped the HLC. I would have done anything to get overdrive thrusters in there. True. And that yeah, is I, mean... I think that is the real and I mean, it's it's a real impressive thing, actually, because I'm not saying that Carson built a great, a, a bad list. No, no, no. But the fact that he got top 16 with this list without the sort of escape hatch mm-hmm. that Overdrive Frusters is, I think is super impressive. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen Poe competitively anywhere. And I know he's he dropped in points, but is that really what was needed? The five points on Poe? It's um, probably a combination. Well, to be fair, uh, I've been saying that Poe was fine before. I've said it a lot. Mm. A lot. I mean, I'm always terrified of Poe when I when I go against him, even when he was five points more expensive. But now Poe minus five points with overdrive thrusters. Oh, it's he's a different, way different kind of beast now. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. So L- Lulo down to CC, drop the Lone Wolf, drop the HLC. Could you do that? Let me see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let's see if I can build it. I don't know. Does it have bid? There is a Yaspi button. Did you know that? When that when you click open a squad in uh, in uh, in Pink Brain Matter, there's a mm-hmm. button just underneath the total that says Yaspi link. So if yep, you click yep. that, and then it opens up in Yaspi. This is what I am doing. 
impressive. Yeah. Was good feature. Good feature. I wonder yeah. who thought of that. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> it's interesting. He he didn't have <laughs> the Yaspi link. Didn't have C three PO. No, anyway. there's sometimes some strangeness yeah. there. Unfortunately. So, drop CZ down. Drop Lone Wolf. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so you drop Lulu to CC and drop Lone Wolf, and then you can fit yeah. in overdrive. How much bit did you have before? I'm, I'm, well, he's at if he if he drops this, he is at uh, 195 instead of, instead of 198. So that's uh. could even put heroic on CC, which which would be good. Yeah. For 197, still one point more bit. Yeah, and overdrive first is on Poe. <laughs> drop drop HLC. Yeah, but Poe you might not you might not want to drop HLC actually. I don't no, know. but don't you want optics on CC instead? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Because then she probably does as much damage as Lulu anyway, sort of on Ex- average over the game. Exactly. Especially on CC, where you know that oh I don't need to save the focus for defense because I'll just no. have another one. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Basically, so uh, Cos and yeah. Ray, you heard it here first. Here's your improvements. Well, yeah. I don't know. And then again, I'm a terrible list builder, but this is how I would fly it. But I, I, th- I thought it was interesting. It really I think, interesting. I think that if you, if, like, it has nothing to do with the other two, but it's the same situation, right? That if you, mm-hmm. if you're really good at flying Lulu. Mm-hmm then I think she is by far the best A-Wing. But oh. she's just so much harder to get he is, the he best is. value out of. Uh, he is, is, sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is. I mean, uh, you don't have to use optics on her. So, him. As well, yeah. Okay. Uh, my first pick yeah. is going to be number 28, our dear friend, Philip Pond. Yep. So he took four Kashyyyk defenders and then he was probably sitting there saying, oh, but I can't fit AP5 anymore. So what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to slap afterburners on all of them. Jesus. And then put Leia on one of them. <laughs> this is so this is so bad. As in good, bad. I mean, in a good, you, you're in tur- a good you're way, s- but still in a bad way. <laughs> yeah, but you somewhat solved the turning issue, right? Yeah. Right. You um, And... I mean, it is interesting, and I mean, this is we talked about this when Afterburners was made initiative based. It could suddenly become interesting on on generics. Yeah. And I mean, he I, went. Uh, he went. I uh, super don't want to face that. I I, I kind of want to play it, even though I don't like playing Kashyyyk defenders. Uh, this would be actually interesting. It would yeah. be super annoying. I'm, I'm, I mean, I... those are kind of maneuverable-ish Kashyyyk <laughs> defenders with burners and Leia. Yeah, of I mean, course, uh, it does uh, mean that you have to go up and use their free turn, which is red, right? Oh, white. It's white. They have both yeah. two and three white. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you have to use the free turn. 
but imagine that you do like a free turn and then you afterburner boost sort of back towards where you came yeah. and then you also barrel roll afterwards or just pop play and everybody sit there and everybody focus. just stops focuses <laughs> <laughs> so um he had uh uh you know also a, a, a decent run he went 4-2 uh in his last game, he including a loss to uh, to Marcelo, who end, eventually won, and a loss to Doc Howe, who ended mm-hmm. top eight. Um, in his last game, he he played uh, Stephen Vyland, uh, who I talk quite a lot with, uh, and that was a nail biter of a game. Um, I think it was on Sith Takers, where uh, where, he, where you can hear Philip's side of that story. I've heard uh, Stevens. And it was like, you know, a low hull Wookiee versus Nora with a loaded advanced proton torpedo in the end, and the dice just did magical things and the Wookiee won. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Eight. Yeah. So my pick is Joel Springle. Oh, I was gonna pick him next. So great. Yeah. It's actually because I've built a Similar concept list. He's running Cavern Angel Salads, four of them, all of them with foils, of course, and then false transport plunder codes. And then uh, AP5 in the Sheathapeed with Intimidation and Catch It. I think this is awesome. I mean, you just roll up with uh, AP5, Intimidate st- stuff, and the Captain Ranger Salads, just uh, target lock, and, and uh, in the same instance, they're actually jamming, so no defense and one less green die. Ah, oh, the glorious things you can do with that. Yeah. Um, he also went 4-2. On the way, yeah. he, uh, he 200 to 20 Bill GC. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> another blast door. Mm. Obi Anakin duo. Yeah, but I mean, Phil's GC's list is worth a talk on its own. Uh, Obi Anakin, the other twos, and nothing mm-hmm. else. And then just auto blasters uh, on both of them. Uh, Lone Wolf, R7A7, Stealth Device, and Supernatural Reflexes on Obi. Outmaneuver, Precog Reflexes, R2A6, and Stealth Device on Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna mention Bartos' list as well. Just Fat Luke and Fat Wedge, 184 points. Nothing yeah. else. It's like burners on both of them, Proton on Luke, Plasma on Wedge, R2D2 on Luke foils and supernatural reflexes and then predator and r3 on the wedge <laughs> just yeah it's so good <laughs> but but coming back to joel's list i think yeah. this is really interesting right uh, and i think the these false transponder codes they just fit in so well mm-hmm. because you roll in with these x-wings and then you just target lock whatever you want to shoot at mm-hmm. and then that also jams it yeah. Um, 
and once you're in there, then you have Cassian Andor, and I, I could just imagine that versus sort of any list where where that have paid the premium of you know high initiative and therefore has fewer ships, mm-hmm. they're really gonna suffer because that jam is gonna annoy them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's also what you see if you look at his win losses, right? He wins over. Uh, a Django Sam double fire spray uh, sis lists. Then he wins over four A wings. Then he wins over dash AP5 and uh, a Phoenix Quadrant pilot. Then he loses to a separatist list, even though it only has four ships, but four HMPs. Then he wins over OB Annie and Yetta two loaded with mm. all the things. Yeah. And then he loses to five Inquisitors. So, sort of. The things that out generics him, mm-hmm. he can't run, he can't compete with. But if no. you are sort of, if you have big expensive ships where your actions are very very costly, yeah. uh, and where you really wanna want your tokens, then yeah, tough luck. Yeah. So, I also, since we were uh, doing modifications to the lists. My my version of this was actually three cavern angels, zealots, with false transporter codes, and three Z ninety fives. Two of them with XX treasures and one with the iron missile. Hmm. And then I was thinking about some droids in between or another uh, torpedo or something, but that is everybody comes up focuses. And then the tracers go off, and three cavern angels sell it, go, uh, <laughs> you know, into town on this one. Uh, yeah, but you just, the, the problem there is that you blow all the first, the false transponder codes on the first attack. You don't have to. Well, if you want the target lock, you have to. Sure. I mean, and one. You probably uh, do the want the target lock. lock. I don't know. But maybe. yeah. You don't have to like point all of them at, at the same target at the same time. You know, yeah. you got some sway in how you want to play this. But, but, but I, I think essentially, false transponder codes. I mean, it does two things, right? It, 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 um, it discourages people from locking you while they're still yeah. active. Mm-hmm. But the other thing it does is it essentially allows you to once per game. You may jam at range free. If you do, you also get a target lock. That is that is essentially what that card says. It just yeah. says so in a roundabout way. And I mean, a range free jam is very, very strong. And here you get to do that, even if it's only once per game, you get to do it for two points. Yeah. I think. Anyway, you look at it. If you're, if you're doing it, if <laughs> yeah, if you're doing it against the ace, a really expensive ace, it's it's gonna pay dividends in in getting that, you know, first engagement and wiping out the ace, or even if you're yeah. going against a big ship, and yeah. uh, you're just loading in damage by that point. Yeah, and I mean, there's no, there's no, you lose. Of course, you can only use it once, so that's the cost you pay. Yeah, but then you also—I mean—you get a target lock instead of a focus. I mean, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. So I like this. I think it can it can make a lot of things interesting. You can also 
Uh, I suppose in, in Scum, you can probably do like five characters with this. I don't know if it's good, but... Actually, I've actually integrated the false transponder codes onto Ray instead of the... Instead of oh, the, the, the she, she cybernetics. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you roll up, you target lock, jam, you're rolling your, your three to four dice and then adding the blank and you've got the target lock and the guy has no defensive tokens. I mean, yeah, and, and if you don't target lock her, then, you know... You get it anyway. <laughs> she rolls, adds Finn's die. Yeah. Says, oh, I think Rose spent that to get a lock on you. Also, you're oh. jammed. Yeah, you're now I spent the target lock, <laughs> so I take away your token. I mean, it's uh, it's like really nice, um, but it's just less impactful on Ray because doing it just once. I mean, she's gonna live a long time. Where here you have four of them. Yeah, but true. Uh, I think it's a good upgrade, and I think <laughs> we'll see a lot of it. And I think it'll go up next time if there's sense in the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Deasley, do you have uh, more lists that? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I mean, there are. Spikes your fancy. There's so I mean, I much. Could, I could. There's so many lists there I could talk about, but no. Like, how about the big balls on Jason Chong? I mean, we talked, of course, about the big balls on Bartosz and Phil GC, mm -hmm. who flies mm -hmm. two ship aces list. But yeah. how about this 131 point dash? All the things: trick shot, bistan, perceptive co-pilot, a yeah, shield yeah, upgrade, yeah. outrider, and a rig cargo shoot. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, mm, okay, but what do you? How do you get to a free ship list with like 68 points? Well, you buy AP5 with Generso and R4 Astro on it, and then you buy a generic I1A wing with squad leader on it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just so, so you have two two ships that can coordinate dash. <laughs> yeah. Because it's all about the dash. Yeah. Oh, um, of course. And I mean, he wrecked a Boba Fett. Yeah. He wrecked Tommy Adams's um, uh, Republic list. Yeah. He wrecked Bartosz's Luke Wedge. Mm. He absolutely destroyed Cormac Higgins <laughs> two hundred to zero. Yeah. And then he eventually lost to Anakin and Free Arcs, yeah. but. I mean, that dash is just so punchy. And you're like, oh, should I shoot at the little things? Well, that Phoenix Squadron pilot can live for freaking ever. <laughs> it's um, almost two-thirds of the list. Yeah. I must question the sanity of <laughs> running a Phoenix Squadron pilot with squad leader when you could instead you know, be running... you know, For two points more, you could just run Jake naked. Sure, but what are you gonna drop? Jenner so on AP five. Yeah, but focus of eight on dash Rendar is pretty nice. Or, or, or the R trouble. or the R four astromech on AP five. Sure. Sure. Okay. Um, or the Rick Cargo shoot on dash. I mean, they are at least. I mean, they're all they're all something you want, but <laughs> I mean, would you rather have Jake? <laughs> but it it worked out fine. It worked out yeah. great for him. I mean, this yeah. is uh, this is uh, five and one, top eight. 
Um, so, I mean, yeah, really, really good. And we actually saw a lot of, there was, a, as I said in the beginning, there's a lot of dash list. You also have Bob Howe flying dash yeah. and two Kashyyyk defenders mm -hmm. um, who made top 16. And yeah. But I'm really interested to see how these uh, double fire sprays, but now in the separatist faction, Janko Sam. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that really, that list, we really saw a lot. Let's see if I can do a... Uh... That list kind of worries me. I think that... There we go. Really, really powerful meta, meta force. Yeah, there were two of them, and they averaged 73% performance. But, I mean, yeah. there's only two of them, so... Mm. Sure. Um, double IG also did fine. Yeah. Okay. But um, I think that's uh, that's pretty much the Lima Open. All right. And now this weekend, what, the Polish Nationals, right? This weekend? Oh, or... yeah, the Polish Nationals. I think it's this weekend. Yeah, I think, I think so. so, too. Yeah. Okay. I if I had time, I would have played there. I, Same. I would love, love to play there. Yeah. That is fantastic. I mean, the Polish people I know in the community are absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yep. And also very good at X-Ring. Absolutely. That too. Okay, Mr. Geesley. Yep. You also have Patreon news. Patreon news, yes. Finally, I'm getting new stuff. Because I haven't announced anything yet. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't announced anything yet. It's because I haven't really received anything. But I am receiving. Probably tomorrow. Should be, yeah. So, after the weekend, I'm gonna announce it in our Patreon. Patreon page, what people are getting. So, stay tuned for that. Fantastic. Fantastic. Hey, great. Did you have any fun facts? Or facts? Or just. My turn. Just boring facts? Yeah, boring facts. I mean, they can't be boring. I mean, who knows? Sure. There will probably come a time where, or maybe that time is already coming bond and, <laughs> and then it'll always been boring. But this time, I would like uh, you, you guys, to suppose what you consider to be the most maneuverable ship in the game. The most maneuverable? Uh, it's so hard to say. I mean, no. we did we did do an actual sheet on this. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, but that's cheating. It is uh... I mean, instinctively. RC2A wing. Yeah, I was going to say that RC2A wing because it has a rear arc. If it didn't, I would say some something else. Probably. Mm -hmm. The silencer. Okay. Is the silencer better than the the Baron, etc.? Is the dial better? Hmm. I'm not sure. No. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, so if you were flying like a Mario Kart course, then and there were no other people and nobody was shooting at you, then the Baron Interceptor is probably better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it also has one banks. Mm-hmm. But because of the because of the rear arc, yeah, I would say the RC two A. I mean, you have to take that in consideration, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, this is all uh, just depends on the perspective and what you're taking into account. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I was kind of thinking about this. And with uh, maneuvers and repositioning, a normal T-70, which is like a generic A-ship, has a potential of 164 places to be in. That is with all the maneuvers and his repositions. And, you know, if you multiply it and you get 164. And then I'm also taking into account like a T-roll and forward, a backwards and middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and all the barrel rolls are like yeah, six positions same. and three different boost positions. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's 164. Yeah. Then you put Poe in there so you can double reposition and then <laughs> you hit astronomical numbers. Wait for it. A Rebel A Wing has 395 positions. It can get two. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so an interceptor has 647 positions in get to. Uh-huh. Okay. Would you guys like to venture a guess? And I guess that's the same, that should be the same number for the silencer. No, it has a few more because of talent rolls rather than sloops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> if you put together a Poe Dameron and the upgrades, a 95-point Poe Dameron with the Daredevil, oh. BB-8, oh. <laughs> thrusters, overdrive thrusters, and Blackman title. <laughs> Just let that sit in. I mean, this, we've got BB-8 this is, going in, this, is go- this is going into the thousands. Ah, it's going yeah. into the. Uh, what was the last one? <laughs> what did you say? 600 or 800? 647. 647. So I would venture a guess and say you are now in the. You are above 5,000. Yeah. Easily? Did we lose keys? No, I'm here. Thinking? I'm just. <laughs> You're cooking. I have no idea. It's in the thousands, like I said earlier. Whether it's three, 2,000 or 7,000, I have no idea. Okay. Yeah. You can just go over under me then. 5,000. You're uh, over under at 5,000. I'm going to say over. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. So I'm gonna give you guys this uh, little story time 
4,830. <laughs> oh. Wait. Wow. Wait, I was wait, close wait, 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 but that is the number uh, Poe can get to without using BB-8. <laughs> oh, my freaking God. So you have to multiply that by yeah, quite a few additional ones because you yeah. also had Prime Thrusters. Wow. Yeah. Means everything is possible all the time. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so I'd like to multiply that by <laughs> nine, probably. Yeah. Nah, more, I think. Because no, uh, he, could, like... he could also link the actions first. Oh, Jesus. He could. Yeah, he wait could for it. Barrel or. Oh, wow. Yeah. He can barrel he, boost, or boost barrel, boost. Roll, or just boost, or just barrel, roll. or yeah. do nothing. Yeah, um, exactly. So, 13, no, 14,672 placements is uh, blue and uh, actually doing blue maneuvers with BB without yeah. linking off of BB. Okay. What if it that uh, next to him uh, is flying uh, a resistance transport with Lay on board who <laughs> allows him to treat more maneuvers as blue? Right. <laughs> I did not want to go there. That's the caveat. <laughs> because then you can do all kinds of stuff, adding slams and stuff into the like uh, second uh, linked action and stuff. <laughs> and I'm not going there. <laughs> Yeah, and you can also you can also now in the re new rules reference you can poke and you know barrel roll and then slam. Yeah, which makes you know some sense. <laughs> but total number when I add anything everything up that is doing BB doing BB and linking doing BB linking and doing blue maneuver and then doing another reposition. Uh, adding slams in between, barreling fares first, and stuff like that. I came up with a total of 30,436 places Poke and Go. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. It's insane. Wow. And, and, to, and to note, he can also just do a one forward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here I am. <laughs> Carry on. We're just going to one forward. And the calculation of this is quite tricky because you can't always do the daredevil uh, thing. And you can't, like, uh, if you're doing, like, uh, slamming into, uh, yeah, if you're doing. There's yeah, something. and if you barrel if, with BBH, you can't barrel later. Yeah, because you yeah. can't do the same uh, action uh, twice. Exactly, and if you're doing the daredevil BB uh, or, or barreling BB, and then uh, doing the Poe push the limit into a daredevil boost, you can't do the slam because you're stressed. That that takes away a few options. I mean, there's a whole slew of things you have to take into account, but this is insane. Thirty thousand four hundred thirty-six places Pokenby. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about this because when we started playing around the wave two, Mingisle, Echo came out. 
Yeah. And I remember seeing the placement map, you know, mapped out into uh, into a vessel like thing, where, yeah. where uh, you could see all the places that she could be, and you were like dumbfounded. It was so much. She could be anywhere. Yeah. And I present to you Poe Dameron, which is like way worse. Yeah. Way yeah. No, the the, the black ones, of course, uh, a one off. Then BB-8 is like uh, what three charges, but you know. True, but still, <laughs> it's true. Crazy. Yeah, I think you can also do some pretty. Crazy placement maps if you take uh, Dalen over us with advanced sensors. In the, uh, it, it is essentially it's the uh, it's the Star Viper where yeah. oh, there's yeah. a long and complicated text, but it actually just says pick up the ship, place it wherever you got them want. Yeah, but just rest and get a stress token. But I mean, yeah. after this, most of these posts is going to have multiple stress tokens, right? Of these uh, fiction, fictional really. posts. Uh, only if you do the BB into Daredevil. And you will end up to having uh, a stress after the blue maneuver. And yeah, so one stress at the most. Now maybe you could do a boost uh, a barrel boost after maneuvering and then do the daredevil boost as the second action which is kind of interesting that would be a too too hard boost yeah oh well that is uh, this Fortnite's fun fact and it turned out to be quite a fun fact yeah yeah Poba drive is scary yeah, the eight drive with prime thrusters makes right. him look somewhat, you know, clunky. Yeah. So uh, at the when we were setting up and uh, trying to start the show, and I was kind of distracted. This was me crunching numbers. <laughs> but it must also be like if you if you stress him early. Oh my god, if he's already stressed, right? Right. Then and prime thrusters, is that both boost and barrel or is it only boost? Boost and barrel. So if he's already stressed from last round and he just right. does a blue move, then he can do a two barrel roll followed by a two boost with prime thrusters. And get two more stress. No. One more stress. No two more no. I don't know what I'm saying. Do Ignore me. Map where he's okay, I would like to. Stressed. I would like to shut up uh, no, uh, in no, reverse. That, or something. That's, that's a valid point. So now let's get into the shoutouts. Yeah. So Jan, you want to start? Sure. Um, I want to shout out Phil GC uh, for his latest series of blogs uh, focusing on the fire uh, on the fire spray it mm -hmm. is you know the content we all love and expect from Phil GC it's not you know his tournament reporting which i think a lot of people read mm -hmm. uh, and then he sort of went quiet for a while and now he started blocking again and mm -hmm. it is absolutely fantastic mm -hmm. uh, where he breaks down okay why is boba still good 
why was Maul always a crutch? Why don't you need Slave One? And in his latest article in particular, he goes through every single bomb and sort of says, okay, so how do we build Emon up? Uh, and he goes both on Scumfire Sprays and mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Such an X-Wing hipster, the block, check it out. Uh, that is really, really good. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's just like, it, it's the level of quality that if you're a premium X-Wing block, that's what you're trying to achieve. That's what mm-hmm. Phil is doing every time. Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. Aid. Aid. Yes, the guy is coming out to play on, on Tuesdays and uh, Thursdays. No, Tuesdays. Uh, and uh, to Jesper. Hmm. Sweet. Great. So, yeah, I just, it's just a general shout out to our, to our listeners and our patrons our Icelandic community so it's just a general big shout out to everybody nothing big now (laughs) so fantastic fantastic so we did get past the two hours we did oh well but it was it was fun it was really fun it was really fun so, should we just quit? Yeah. I think we should. Pump. Pump. Hope we'll make another another episode before Christmas, but uh, no promises. No promises. Uh, we might take mm. a little break, if possibly around Christmas or New Year. Mm-hmm. Like a week or two. Yeah. We've got a big or, production or, or we might realize finish. we don't we don't have a life, so we might as well make a podcast. Sure. sure. Let's see. Sure. So. Uh, stream to finish as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should get that done by before the before next year. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Okay. Great. Bye 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 Justice for Chewie. Justice for Chewie. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. He was happy when Leia died. <laughs> if there are nobody who hates Gisli after his uh, previous uh, announcement, then I'm sure they will now. That you don't speak bad of Chewie. I didn't speak bad of Chewie. I was speaking bad of Leia. Not giving him a medal. I mean, he was just mad. I mean, she was just a poster girl. What was she supposed to do? Blame, uh, I don't know, uh, Jan Dudana or somebody.
I don't know. <laughs> it was the seventies, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'm not gonna say the things that coming up into my mind because yeah. No, they also came into my mind and I pushed them away. <laughs> uh, all right. Fantastic. Bye. Bye. Bye.